Hello and welcome to another episode of the Random Cinematic Universe, the movie where we let the evil, evil algorithm choose the movies we watch, except for this week, we didn't. Uh, this week, the movie was chosen for us by Peter, or my Satan, yep. as he is now known. Um, this is a special episode. It is the first episode we have recorded in months. The, the actual show is on a bit of a hiatus. But back last November, uh, we did an event called Extra Life, which raises money for children's hospitals around the world. We did a 24-hour live stream, and one of the incentive goals was if we hit a certain dollar amount of money raised, we would sit down and watch a little three-part miniseries called Garzy's Wing. I don't know we, if this is actually picked up. But. It won't. We hit that goal. Uh, so now we are fulfilling our duty, and we have all watched Garzy's Wing, much to our dismay. And now we're here to talk about it. I'm joined by Jesse Nelson. Hello. And Peter. Dawson. Dawson. I blanked there, sorry. That's fine. Um, you could have just said Peter Satan, that would have been fine. Peter Satan. Yeah. Peter Morningstar. Because your name is Lucifer now. I don't know why I'm... Anyway. None of that's going to be seen. Uh, so we're going to talk about Garzy's Wing. Um, uh, and a three-part anime miniseries. An OVA, as they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, Original video animation. And this, this is for the children. We're doing it to raise money for the children. On the behalf of kids. Sorry. <laughs> so... I guess we'll start with the the... Elephants in the room here, technically. I just need to address something here. So, mm-hmm. we're recording in Jacob's Loft. Mm-hmm. There is a bussin' recording studio across the wall from us that only turns on when we press record. Is what yeah, we out. there's been nobody next door all, all the whole time we've been setting up until we're ready to start recording this. And they start throwing down hip-hop tracks next door. Yeah. So You're going to hear a bit of that. Also the bus outside. Also the bus. Also, you'll only be able to see outside in the video version because it will not light balance whatsoever. We are in downtown Kelowna where you get to see the wonderful building across the street, which is the rooftop of Mosaic Books. Yeah. Way to dox us. So, um, without further ado, I guess we'll talk about it. (laughs) Has anyone seen this before? Weird. This was my (laughs) first viewing. My first viewing as well. I think this was Peter's fourth. fourth. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, so just out, just out of the gate. So I'm, I'll, I'll stick to the regular format a little bit. And we'll give a little quick synopsis. Uh, from what I can tell, Garzy's Wing is about a man who just really wants to go to his high school reunion. He gets given a necklace which sends his spirit into another world. Called By- Byron's Well or something like that? Bison Well. Well, where his spirit self and his physical self now coexist, and his spirit self is the manifestation of Garzi's wing, some sort of power that shows up and turns him into what do they call him? The what warrior? The, the, um, the holy warrior. The holy warrior. Yeah. Paladin. Um mm-hmm. And he's supposed to help a group of slaves that have formed a rebellion against the higher-ups in this fantasy world with dinosaurs, mm-hmm. but then also gunpowder. No, that's called Gata. Gata, yeah. Yeah, but it's a gunpowder-type um, substance. It, what was the cocaine called again? In 
Oh, the yeah, the, the drug. The white powder that makes the animals happy. Yeah, the drug. I forget what it's called. They just call it, 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 he just at one point says, this is what in my world we call a drug. Yeah, it's cocaine. It has to yeah. be cocaine. Yeah. So anyway, it's a movie, it's a series about this person's soul who gets sucked into a fantasy world where he plays the holy warrior who's going to save these people while his physical self just really would like to be at a high school reunion. Mm-hmm. It's a very classic take on the Moses story, really, when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, so. it's almost one-to-one. <laughs> Moses just wanted to get to his high school reunion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and it's a, got start cutting some shit. It's a classic take on the what the Japanese call the isekai, which is where you yes. get sucked into another world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I mean, the premise is there. Yeah, there 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 is a premise there that it's one of those like. I feel like the intentions were good, and there was a good idea behind it. It was just executed so poorly. And I'll, I'll say, I watched the English dub. I'm I'm assuming we've seen the English dub across the board here. Oh, the English dub's way better. Yeah. Um, And by better, he means way worse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes it watchable. So. Hold on. I was going to say something. My anger of how bad this was completely threw me off. Uh, (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. We were talking about the. I fucking lost. I'll bring it back. Um, I do have trivia, but do you want me to die? Oh, I was going to say. I was going to say. There is actually an interesting plot point in here that is underutilized completely, like everything in this movie. But the fact that his spirit gets transferred, like it's an isekai, you're right, where he gets yeah. transferred from the modern world into a fantasy world, yeah. and he is the hero. And that's a very classic story. Yeah. But what you almost never see in these is that his body is, and self is still in the real world, coexisting and communicating. Yeah. And that's a really interesting But He can concept. still communicate with himself. With his physical body in the yeah. regular world, but there's like and three scenes when he takes <laughs> when he takes damage in the spirit world. It affects him in the real world. It manifests in the real world. Yeah. yeah. So that's really interesting. It's very underutilized. Again, I think there's like one scene per episode that they really interact. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's wasted, but it is an interesting concept that I was like, that's kind of cool. And that is the last time I will compliment this production. <laughs> yeah. So I want to go. I want to go right back to. The first episode. The beginning of the first episode. Oh, um, when he gets sucked into this world. I was going to mention, I do have a brief bit of trivia on the history of oh, this. Oh, yeah, 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 please. Do you want me to... So, because I don't know if you guys looked up anything about this. We tried. I tried, and the trivia section on IMDb is empty. Well, the Wikipedia page has nothing. Well, here, here, there's a few pieces of trivia. First of all, this is done by Yoshiyuki Tamino. Who is a renowned director yes. in Japan. Well, most notably, he created Mobile Suit Gundam. Okay. Probably one of the most known animals. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then... But here's the thing. This is also a sequel or prequel, I forget which it is, to one of his other classics, which is not as well-known worldwide, or a Battle of which is basically fantasy world, but there's also mechs. Okay. You notice See, the there was no it, mechs in this series. The, the <laughs> thing that I had read was that this was based on the first two books of a five-book series. Yeah, which are, is tied into... The, like, Bison Well is a recurring world where fantasy and people get sucked in. Okay. And there, in some cases, there was mechs. Um, there was no mechs in this. No. No, no. But anyways, back to the first episode when he gets sucked in. And his spirit gets sucked in. And How does he get spirit, sucked in? I can't even remember. Uh, I will describe what it What do you point. mean you can't? No, no, just, I will fucking you don't remember via goose. Technically. Was it a goose? Via a giant spectral goose. That Technically, we have bite. to emphasize that. He's rainbow. Okay, so I was just trying to like... I was getting set up and maybe taking notes, and then all of a sudden he was like he was on a motorcycle, and then all of a sudden he was being yeah. pulled into a world. Yeah, via, um, goose, via okay. rainbow technical rainbow road goose. But he <laughs> arrives 
Ian, the, the Bison Wells nude. Yep. yep. With the worst merkin I have ever seen. <laughs> yep. Where it's just a bush. There's yep. just, he's running around fighting people, and there's just a bush between his legs and nothing else. I will say that the opening, like, to your point of like you were getting ready to take notes, you looked down, looked up, and suddenly he's like flying away. The first four pages of the script, it felt like the, whoever was the actual like writer, not necessarily show director, but like writer, was told like you need to establish all exposition in the first four pages, or I'm gonna fucking murder your family. Yeah, <laughs> like they start, they just start saying shit at you, like where this tribe of this palace, da 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 da, we're in rebellion because of this. I was like, I've lost, and this is mid combat. I'm yeah. like, I've lost track of what's happening. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer and director were the same person. Oh god, <laughs> yeah, that always works out, right, Zach? <laughs> and the the dialogue, oh the dialogue. I need to learn to be an old, an old timey Japanese man. My favorite is in the final battle. Gee, I wish I could get back to my high school reunion right now. We'll, we'll jump ahead. We'll ju- I won't say about the ending too much yet, but in the final battle, they like throw some of their like ropes or whatever around these things, and like they kick ass for three things in a row. One guy goes, "This is going badly," and I'm like, "What do you mean it's going badly? Yeah, <laughs> you're winning. Yeah, you're winning." Uh, yes, yeah, so let's talk about the actual like voice acting in this for a moment. Because it sounds like the dialogue is bad. And I'm, mm-hmm. I, I'm of the understanding that part of it was because it was basically somebody sitting down with an English-Japanese dictionary to translate it. Mm-hmm. Not having it translated by somebody who speaks both languages mm-hmm. and knows where nuance is and where you can... Yeah, because I watched it with English with English subtitles on. Yeah. Because the subtitles often are actually what it should be saying. Mm. And they were never correct. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and it, so it was It was one of those things, like, it was very poorly translated. And then on top of that, it sounded like they just walked out into the street, grabbed the first 20 people they could find, shoved them in a booth, and said, read these lines. Yeah, because, like, I looked it up. Almost all the actors have, like, proper IMDb pages, but um, you got to start somewhere. And uh, when you're only given one take, there's only so much you can do. This was also this was also '96, where like English dubs were not respected by both the Western community and the Eastern community. It was unless, a thing that had unless to be you were done. Miyazaki, yeah. yeah. And then Disney was hiring people to no, dub your after, movies. after though. Yeah, there, that was, was, there was two dubs of the of the Ghibli ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still around around. Yeah, they no, started. That was yeah, Spirit yeah. Away was two thousand. Yeah. Or um, not Spirit Away. Uh, Mononoke was '99, and they got Neil Gaiman of all people to do that one. Yeah, that was a weird. Neil Gaiman's in Mononoke. No, he's the one who did the translation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so like this was an era when it was just like throw people in a booth. There were eight voice actors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, 100%. Was, right? You could tell. Um, like the, the Filario uh, fairy chick is like most Pokemon. That was her whole thing. She did. Oh, really? She's Vulpix. She's like, yeah. I looked at them. She's like a bunch of Pokemon. Yeah. Well, so and she was one of the better voice actors yeah. in the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was, it was so weird when he's like trying to use his spit on the arrow to put the gunpowder oh, on God, the arrow. Oh, God, so gross. And then she's just like, use try the well. oil, the oil that's on, on the, the roots, my, my wing roots. And he's just like rubbing an arrow which on Which back. wouldn't have been so gr- I was like, that's a weird plot point, okay? But then when they, when they show the reverse shot of him doing it and I've never seen like where fairy wings attached to a body before Yeah, and it's gross looking I don't love it I fucking hate it Yeah, and then it was just like this white sticky goo that just apparently is at the base of her wings at all times yeah I feel like there's a sex joke in there but I don't want to make it you know what I mean because it's like it's that creepy well then there's also when they try to rip her legs apart I didn't love that scene no 
Well, it was at first when they're grabbing her, I'm like, are you about to sexually assault that very? He's like, oh no, you're just gonna murder her by ripping her to pee. Ugh. Yeah. There's yeah. Come on. Come and it didn't help that they animated it to look like a small child. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a pain for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, I do love um, the classic like trope of this guy shows up is adult, but then thinks of shit that no one else has thought of. Like they've invented gunpowder. He's like, what if I put it on an arrow and shoot it? They're like, my god, yeah, this yeah. guy is a genius. <laughs> what the fuck? Everybody what? start doing this now. They immediately teach them how to make like fuses, so they have like ropes and everything, mm-hmm, yeah. and it's just like. But the thing is, they were already lighting ropes on fire to make fuse. He's just like, what if you, what if you coat the, the fuse in the gutta so it burns faster? And they're yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> this was not something they had earlier. There was issues with the fuses being too slow. Yeah. Because it was just ropes lit on fire. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So like the whole movie is essentially one long chase sequence where just a bunch of bullshit happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, it, then there's like downtime where they're like, oh man. We better keep running as they're slowly harvesting grass and walking along the side of the, the cart. And I'm like, I thought you were being chased right now. Mm-hmm. Technically, yeah. they're always being chased. I know, and the, but there's a lot of downtime for being chased in this movie. Well, because they have to make the new bells. Oh, that's right, because they have to summon the Garzi wingness this better yeah, or something. which doesn't yeah. make sense because he had Garzi's wing, but then it goes away, and so they make yeah. the bells. Yeah, so let's, let's actually talk about that. For, we haven't explained what Garzi's wing is. I don't know if they did. So they didn't <laughs> they explain did. it either. It's basically just, there's this legend that there's going to be a holy warrior that has Garzi's wing, which is just a pair of wings that appear. Like light wings. coming Like wings made of light that come off of the ankles. Like the goose. Like, like Namor. Yeah, but it's like giant yeah, or, fucking yeah. nam or but, but they're like Mercury. each wing is like six feet long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just he sprouts Technicolor goose wings from his feet, yeah, so he can, can fly. Yeah, yeah. And I guess also fights really well with a broken sword. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of times where like he, on purpose, the one, the one chick like goes to throw him a sword, and he just ignores it and keeps fighting with a broken. It stub. happens twice. Yeah. He's like, here, Chris, use this. And then it just, like, lands in front of him. Well, so, and then, like, the, so, you're right. They're, they're trying to make these, like, blue earthen bells, like, blue clay earthen bells. And there's, like, this one priestess who was Hassan, was that her name? Hassan, yeah. Hassan. And then her two kids that are the, the fairies from Fairly Odd Parents, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> with pink and green hair. Yeah, like, they're just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just Cosmo and Wanda. Yeah, just, just chillaxing. Um... And yeah, they have to make eight bells, which co- coincide with the eight bells on his necklace, like the fa- the the shrine necklace that he had from his parents. I guess. Yeah. And then I blacked out. I'll be honest. The second episode, I watched it this morning. Yeah. And um, was the the friend at the swimming pool the one at the end that's like, "I'll give you energy." No. So where did that woman? Show? Okay. Well, okay. Out. Well, let me let me let me go through it here. So, in the real world, what's happening is at first. Chris goes home, and after being assaulted by the technical coos, his body just keeps going, right? Right, yeah, yeah, of course. And so, and the next day he wakes up and he says, oh my god, I felt like I was having a dream. Mm -hmm. Which is just an amazing piece of dialogue already. Yeah. And then it's like, he starts talking to himself, and everything the ghost him says is great. (laughs) Because it's just like, was it, there's bruises all over my body because I had to fight naked. Uh, there's a war going on. Even dinosaurs are here. My yeah. sword is unbelievably dull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my favorite there's is so long. There's, there's, so there's, there's a bunch of 13th or 14th century foreigners around me. Yeah, that, that's, that's in there. Yeah. yeah. And there's something about, um, what is it? 
Oh, yeah, he just flat out says, I must somehow make sense of our convoluted situation. Which, I, he must, he must yeah. somehow make sense of it. Which, again, I'm, I'm assuming that the original Japanese script makes much more sense. And know. it's just, yeah. it, it's too much, like, like verbatim translation. Oh, yeah. Versus, right. like, like, ways that you would say things in Japanese I mean, that you would it's, translate it's it. It's too stiffly formal. There's, it's, like, no yeah. contraction. Well, it's, it's like the classic meme of, like, someone set us up the bomb. Yeah. Right. Uh, what's mm-hmm. what's the what's the one quote from that video game that's more classic? The oh, some, all your base are belong to us. Yeah, all your, all all your base are belong to us. Right. It's yeah. like a classic level of it's literal translation, translation yeah. versus knowing yeah. the nuance of the language. Yeah, not even like structure half the time. Like there's some structure, but it's not great. Um, but yeah, no, like he ends up going to his because. <laughs> Chris is like, I gotta go to my class reunion. And then, did you notice how, like, everyone seems to, like, worship the ground he walks on when he gets there? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why he really wanted to go. That's what I'm saying. Because he was, like, the most popular kid ever. (laughs) Yeah. And then, what does he immediately say to the the girl who comes out of the pool? I don't remember. You certainly got sexy. I forgot about that. Like it's what did she say to him? It's it's something it's it's very it's like you certainly look relaxed for someone who is right, studying yeah, yeah. for an exam, which is you know because he's in like college, I think is it? Yeah, like, he, yeah. So why is he going to a high school reunion? Was it like two years ago? Well, that's the thing is like he talks about like he's in college, but he's going to a high school reunion. Yeah, and it's probably just all his old friends, and you know yeah. maybe it's just like a get to get. Like again, could be a translation thing, yeah. right? Could be like. It's a bunch of friends from high school getting together. But they've translated it as a out. high school reunion. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Because, like, this isn't shocking too much, but a, a story I hear is a lot of Japanese kids, when they're finished university for the semester or whatever, will go back to the hometown, meet up with all their old friends, and that's when they'll do, like, the watermelon party and all the stuff you mm-hmm. hear about. So I imagine it was something like that. Right. But right. it just got translated as an actual reunion. Well, yeah, actually, because that's that's new because he... That makes sense, because the beginning, he's riding his bike back home mm-hmm. right like it's, he's like in the city going back mm-hmm. home yeah right when that when that bug dies for no fucking reason too. yeah the cicada for some kind of cicada symbolism the bug's just like on the ground he's like anyways I must go and that happens in the first 10 seconds of the fucking show and yeah. you're like oh, well, okay well he's arguing with the girl who ends up giving right him. that's where she's from that, that's like, where I was getting she's to she's like yeah. take my energy it's yeah. what it's it's what it's there for yeah because it's like which is a super unhealthy thing. Yeah. So there's a bunch of stuff you guys are talking about that I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. And you mean the beginning and end of the, of the story? Because uh, the middle's where I lose it. I well, I think what happened was I had started watching it yesterday morning. Yeah. Um. And then my day got away on me. Yep. And then I realized I still had to finish watching it because I had to come to Kelowna first thing, like. I had to look after the kids this morning and then and then come to Kelowna. Um, so I was watching it at like midnight last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just so upset at having to watch it that I started shopping for everything I need for my Obi-Wan Kenobi costume for, um, for uh, Comic-Con. Okay, yeah. yeah. That I then like all of a sudden like looked up and there's like a whole episode was over and I was just like, ah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I remember when I had to watch this this morning when Zach said, "Hey, I'm coming by to grab the equipment," and I was like, "Oh, cool. Yeah, you you do you, man." And then I started watching the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, uh, I mean, it's one of those things. I will say, like, it's 
not if I'm gonna like go into technical aspects of it, it's not amazingly animated, but it feels like what I remember being on par for the era. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is that was the thing that threw me off, I think, was that it looked like, you know, half decent animation for TV for the era. But just everything else about it was awful. Like awful yeah. script, awful voice acting, like the story was terrible. They just kept throwing proper names at us of characters that I didn't know if I had to give a shit about. Like, yeah. they'll, like random people in battle will be like, no, Tardigaru! And you're like, have I known this person this whole time? Who is, like, who is Tardigaru? Yeah. yeah. Well, my favorite is they, because they say it like 12 times, using the Daragarol yeah. at Gaba Juju. Yeah. Dragoroll is a specific monster. It's the big one, I think. Yeah, right? and Gabajuju yeah. is where they're fighting, but they keep saying it's like they might use the Dragoroll at Gabajuju. So <laughs> that that leaves rent free in my head. Yeah, there was a once like where someone went was scouting. They came back and it's like, what is what does the enemy have? And they named like four monsters. What the Dragoroll is one of them. Yeah, but so they got eight Dragorolls. Four crackerocks and four and you're like, sure, that was all words that was fucking okay. said. <laughs> I understand. Well, like early on when he goes by the freaking shrine, he drops Japanese folklore knowledge. Oh, tikka taka maka taka tikka tikka doi or whatever. Like, <laughs> it's, and I'm not trying to be offensive. It is a very long, convoluted like. It's one of those ones where it's like a name and then hyphen n o hyphen and then namatamado. Shina Minoru no Miyamoto or something like that. Like, that's one I can never retain because yeah, he okay. says it way too fast. So it's Garzi's. Oh, at one point it's like, it's like, can't you help me? And then he names that shrine again after, yeah. 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 Garzi's wing Could shrine. Could it be in the light? It's like, are you? And then it's, it's just madness. Yeah, but it's okay, just. All I know is that I finished watching it at like 1230. <laughs> realized I had to be up at eight because <laughs> that's when the kids wake up. And it was my, it was my wife's day to sleep in. But I was just like, I need to flush this out of my system. And so I watched The Flash. Probably wasn't the best choice. <laughs> that was your palate cleanse? Well, it was, was Ezra Miller's The Flash? It was one of those, like, one, I didn't pay for it. I absolutely, like, watched on a stream. Once I realized that it was available on streaming, I knew there was going to be a good, a decent yeah. pirated version of it. Um, and it's one that my wife absolutely would not watch with me. And I was like, I, wanna, I wanted to watch it for Michael Keaton. Like he's the only reason I wanted to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. And his parts were great. And so much of the rest of that movie was garbage. Yeah. yeah. So then I just went to bed madder. I didn't hate that one, but yeah. I have to find the fucking shrine name. It's a Shiratori shrine, but it's, it's yeah, not sh- the... I'm mostly upset that it wasn't actual Nick Cage and it was just very bad. Are we doing an RCU on the Flash? Should we just no. shift gears? <laughs> so No, no, no. I'm sorry. I just had to get it out. No, no, it's fine. I mean, it's we're trying to talk about something that's only ninety minutes long, and a lot of it is just inanity. My favorite, though, is um, several times for the animation. Like the most obvious thing that stuck stuck out to me is when they have to have a bunch of horses go. They just don't show the feet and just yes. slide the image. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the horses just kind of move. and in explosions, they would just take a frame, yeah. yeah, and like zoom in on it and then rotate it. Yeah, I loved. Where there was I, some violence. There was, there was some violent explosions. There some in fucking bru- there's some brutality in this. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. like. My favorite one is at, in the final battle at one point, Chris yells shit, and there's been no swearing the entire. Yeah. And he's like, so, like something happens, like a monster pops, he goes, shit! And I'm like, whoa, that was, that was yeah. jarring. Well, um, I will point out the guy who directed and wrote this famously killed children with gunfire in some of his stuff, so he's yeah, no stranger yeah. to yeah. just brutality. Brutality, well, because he very much believes in the horror of war and showing it. 
Mm. Yeah, which I, I could see, like, you know, if I need to search for a theme in this, you know. Yeah. Oh, if I need to search. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because part of it is, like, what happens in the ending. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it, it definitely is a quintessential, like, Messiah arc story. Mm-hmm. Like, I, mean, yeah. I, I made the joke about Moses, but it is kind of a Moses-Jesus mm-hmm. um Narrative, right? The savior yeah. returning. How did it end? Fleeing. There's the big battle. I remember they were doing the big battle. They he has to like walk. That was the other thing. Like you have to kill your enemy. He's like, I don't know how. Like I realized that in context, it's to do it the ceremonial way. Yeah, but it plays off like he's just like, I don't know how to kill somebody. It's like motherfucker, you've been slaughtering people this whole time. Yeah, he hit sweet air glide sideways and just like slashing people. Yeah. yeah. And then it's just like, I don't know how to cut a man's head off. Now also, I-, I love when he, the, the Garzi's wing won't come out. So he's just like, hey, do you guys have a trampoline? Oh, look, a drum. Yeah. Like, yeah. the no segue, just, yeah. I, need, I need a trampoline. Oh, look, a broken drum it's, right it's in better, front of as me. As he's asking, do you guys have a trampoline? It's in the foreground of the frame. Like, it's, yeah. as he's positing the question to the audience to be like, will he have a trampoline? It's like, no, no, we see it. He, there's one. And then, and then to, the other guys, they're like, I brought the trampoline. And then to trick people into thinking he still has Garzi's wing that allows him to fly, yeah. he's just jumping on a trampoline. Yep. I mean, combat trampoline. It has some applications. Yeah, it's it's a tactical thing. Um, oh, yeah, so, okay, do you remember anything about the giant guy? Oh, giant tw- Tuaron? Yeah. Who, who Tuaru. Tuaru has my favorite voice acting where clearly, yeah. because he's got like the muffled like mask, yeah. mm-hmm. but clearly the voice actor, just the this in front of his face to make it sound all muffly. Like it, it, it's not even a in-post muffle. It is clearly something in recording. You made him be like, mm-hmm. you just You just go like this and yeah. talk, mm-hmm. and then I get thrown off the microphone. He sounds like 0.5 of Kermit the Frog too. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it's not a full Kermit. Like that's an exaggeration, but it's like, it's like, a slightly muffled, partial Kermit the Frog. For a giant, nine-foot-tall man, we kind of get a lore drop on what he's he, about. He is the tuxedo mask of this movie. Yeah. Well, because he, <laughs> he literally comes flying in out of nowhere in uh-huh. covered in robes and yeah. just drops bombs on a Hydra. Yeah. And he goes, is he the one that, done. that, what's her name, was just like, why did I put all my faith in him? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. yeah, there's... I guess let's call her Thirsty Warrior Woman, who seemingly has an interest in Chris, which was not really well telegraphed. No. And then she starts getting interested in the giant guy and says another one of my favorite lines, which is, is like, he is interesting because he is a loner. <laughs> which is like every anime fan, yeah. every fan, like weebs, dream sentence for a girl to say to them. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just amazing line. He's a loner, therefore I'm interested in him. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird because there's like, I guess it's supposed to be a love triangle with Chris and the priestess and the warrior lady, but, at, and then like the warrior lady and Rumiko in the real world, the actual love interest in the real world have the same voice actress, I think. Oh, interesting, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to, it's just like, there's, I, some of their plans, I don't know if symbolism. Or? Some of their plans with running also confuse the shit out of me because it's like, they would split up the, the group into decoy groups. Which makes sense where you, you mm-hmm. want to split the army's attention and shit like that. And at one point, they went through the mountain while someone went over the mountain, is my understanding. Yeah. It's like, yeah, some, some go under, some go around. And then, but, and then eventually, like, there's an explosion. The, the whole thing kind of collapses in on them. But when they send the decoys over the mountain, the decoy group is, like, the priestess. And I'm like, she, she seems pretty fucking important to be in the decoy group. Yeah. Like, 
the holy guy who can't get it up essentially is who we're protecting, but the priestess who can activate the power, fuck it, send her over the top of the mountain. That makes no sense. Yeah, I guess the, the, the goose wings are kind of a weird metaphor for... Absolutely. Like yeah. He, he cuts like, oh, I can't do it! And then someone <laughs> has to save him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a problem. It's, it's just such a weird-paced thing where usually when you watch a story, you can at least remember the set pieces and the order. But really, this thing in my brain is the opening fight when he lands, like, in, into the <laughs> chaos of the palace. And then the final battle in the canyon. And then I don't know when... The tarantula in the swamp is when the hydra is when the hydra's episode two swamp is fairly middle of episode one. It, but yeah, what I mean, like, it, yeah, because that was something. It was something together. about like we have to. They're like, you can't go through the swamp. We have to go through the swamp, and then like the big creatures would just immediately like sink, sink. Yeah. So that the army couldn't follow them. Oh yeah, because they they do the slide thing, but with like the raft. So the raft is awkwardly sliding, like the horses were. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, yeah, I think that's, it goes Temple Escape, Cave, Swamp. Okay. And then Forest? Mm. Is that where the Hydra is in the forest? No, because the Hydra's not till episode two, and, and episode two opens with him riding the horse. Yeah. Right. Like, there's been an implied time skip, it's weird. Jacob just trying to sneak Jacob's in. Jacob's trying to sneak and then, in and, and stepped, stepped on the on most <laughs> crinkly Jacob, paper. Jacob, fi- fix the color. Fix the light. Yeah, tap, tap our faces. Tap our faces. Okay. Tap our faces <laughs> in the video. Because yeah, we're all dark. Now slide slide to the other. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey, we have, we have visuals now. Now, leave now we're going to see We're gonna see if it's just going to go back to... Yeah. Uh, the camera has decided that the background is what important. needs to be light balanced, and we so. can be in the dark. Yeah. So, so we've, we've actually been mystery science theater this the whole time. Yeah, we've just <laughs> been a silhouette. <laughs> Do you want to edit Garzy's wing in the background? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, quick... Thank you. Okay, thanks, Jacob. Stop, stop it with the paper, man. Oh, my God. Right. Why does he even have that He's much paper? He's fucking kicking the door on the way out. <sighs> that was fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we, we're kind of there, hey? Like, so, 32 minutes. I mean, I'm trying to, like, I am trying to think. We of, only have 357 hours and 16 minutes of recording left. Yeah. You're right. We need to fill it. <laughs> I do have two things I want to bring up real yes, quick. Please do. One is I'd love... It Didn't just sounds matter. so stupid in context, but um, they they'd start the rebellion because it's a leap year, right? I forgot about that because <laughs> <laughs> it's like you need a fortuitous like yeah. time of year, and they just so keep like, saying February twenty ninth. Jesus fuck! <laughs> but like they don't f- properly set that up. So the first time they mention it's a leap year, it's like it's like this is happening because it is a leap year, and I'm just like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no further explanation. You're like, I understand, I guess. Yeah, but like later on, they imply it's like a religious thing. But it's yeah. like I love how their big religious thing is the leap year. Yeah, and it's like the Metonius cri- tribe or something. Metonius or something Metonius, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, M tribe, and I, then there's an evil empire that have dinosaurs. I love the I guess prince or whatever I don't know what his title is. But the guy that keeps us be, keeps on being confounded that they would rebel since he gave them slave work. He he calls them slaves, and then is constantly like, like, "I don't I, understand. <laughs> I let them have the glory of building the temple." Yeah. yeah. No, I want to look at these. I quote because it is such a good like. Um, yeah, it's and this it's also I think it's there's the other guy who, who like constantly delivers messages. I think it's one of the warrior prince dudes or whatever. But he like. He'll get to the palace, jump off his animal, basically dead, just to run up and like yeah. deliver a message. He's just constantly abusing his animals to the point of death. 
just to be like, the slaves have escaped. Yeah, I do love the, um, the, <laughs> I'd live with you if you had a convenience store is another good line. Mm. Yeah, there's some good quotes in there. But I, I, I want to point out at the end too, because, um, yeah, what happens is Rumiko is Chris's friend from Tokyo, question mark? I think it was Tokyo. Right. And she starts out by yelling at him for being too easygoing, which is an amazing way to yeah. introduce character. Right, and then later on, um, she feels bad about the argument, so she joins him at the pool party, and everyone's like, "Oh, are you his girlfriend?" And then it's like awkward, but like, sure. And then she ends up spending the night at Chris's place, like you do, and because he's like having weird psychological trauma because of being in two different places, mm -hmm. she opens the door and then just slides open her robe, and I'm like, "Are you about well, to sexually assault her?" Yeah. And, no, and no, then she just passionately holds his hand. Yeah, and he yeah. gives energy. Yeah, but it's just like the weird context where he's like, he's laying there sweating like, you know, half his like, sleep. And, and she's just like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I found the quote, by the way. The warlord saying, quote, I spared their miserable lives. I let them work to build the palace. And now they start a billion, uh, rebellion. How impudent. Yeah. <laughs> There's so, so many good quotes. Like, that's one of the things that sticks with me. It's just, like, amazing, this weird dialogue. Like, show that ancient Japanese man's spirit. Yeah. And he's only half Japanese, right? That's the whole thing. He, yeah, yeah. He's saying, like, I'm half Japanese. I can't mm -hmm. be an ancient Japanese man. You're like, yeah. What are you fucking talking about, dude? That's why his name is Chris. Yeah. <laughs> um, the ending, like, the ending ending confused me a bit where they're riding on the bike and yeah. then, the, then the goose takes the wings take them again yeah. and then the wings vanish and they're just in the air and then the movie ends, the show right. ends and I was like are, are they about to fall to their death? Are they going to die? <laughs> no, they're going to run into uh, Tommy and Sandy from uh, Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that really gave me a Greece ending vibe. Oh, absolutely. This weird like and fly away on your motorcycle. Yeah. yeah it's just... So are we at the point where we, where we rate the, the OVA? Oh, it's if it's not so, the worst. I was say, Peter, you're not done in RCU. Yeah. Uh, basically, we, we rate it from an enjoy one out of ten from an enjoyability rating, and then and from a technical, technical standpoint, like, uh, like from a from a how was it made versus how much you enjoyed. It. Yeah. So yeah. like technical, technical, so technical. Yeah. Just yeah. So it's, and then, I would say because you can have a movie that you like fucking hate, but technically, yeah. everything looked good. Yeah. Like, the performances were fine. The I would say this is a five or a six technically. Mm -hmm. mm, I think the dubbing falls in there. It does, but that's what that's what keeps it. I, I'd say it's like a three or a four, because I think animation wise, it wasn't like it wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best either. Score and sound design were pretty good, which is heavy in animation. It's true. And then yeah, if, I don't. For me, I would say I, I would have given it like a perfectly average five, technically, for like being perfectly middle of the road. But that god awful dub. But the translation and the dub were so bad mm -hmm. that that brings it down to like a three. Okay, okay. Peter? I'll give it a four. Okay, so we're, we're in the, the ballpark. Yeah. Of like. So, <laughs> I'm going to guess one but out of ten. But enjoyability. So, I think... I think I enjoyed it a little bit more than Zach did. Mm -hmm. um, I would debate... This actually is something I actually don't know. I would debate I'm more anime experienced than you are. Mm-hmm. Like, like, just, like, being, like, seeing what the standard of these are. Yes. Right? Um, that being said, it, it, 
it's not enough bad for me to laugh at all the tropes. Peter's right. Like, the dialogue is what makes you go, like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. No, no. But if, for the most part, all the tropes are like, okay, we're doing this now. Okay, we're doing this now. And it just feels a little like we're checking off boxes to mm-hmm. a degree. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I've been spoiled by, like, really good Isekai. Granted, it had three episodes to, to tell the storyline, but I would say it's it's like a three enjoyment, three out of ten, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, a one and a half for me. I understand. I just, I just, and it wasn't even, like, from an anime standpoint, just from, like, a story standpoint, it was a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't really much to follow. It didn't. It explained too much of what didn't need to be explained and didn't explain <laughs> enough of what did need to be explained. No, but the Duragarol of the Gajibajibu. Yeah, it's because yeah. it's a leap year. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, it's just, it's low. I just, no, I understand. I, 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 understand. I couldn't get into it. I just... No, I'm going to agree with Jesse and give it a three out of ten just because it's like, it's not quite the room level for me because like, you know, those that's like the classic benchmark of amazingly bad, watch it and you can still have a good time, right? Like, it doesn't quite hit that level for me, but with the English dub, I think it's within striking distance. It's not quite there. Okay. I'm definitely going to, like, like if, if Room is, like, S-tier benchmark, I would say, I would put this at, like, a B. Here's an interesting qualifying question for you. Uh-huh. Because you've seen it multiple times. Yeah. Have you ever watched this alone? Yes. How many times? Just once. Okay. No, I do think it's better with people. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. one of the reasons I'm not even going to be like, oh, but it's a great, terrible, bad movie. Because, like, a good, terrible, bad movie you can watch by yourself as well, right? I think yeah. that's where you're yeah. on with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, I think you need the communal shitting on. You do need it. the community, yes. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons I was like, this will be interesting for this show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where we don't watch it together. Uh, was, but, um, no, like, I, I still have a lot of fun watching it by myself. It's, it's like, it's, but it's mostly, I wouldn't watch all 90 by myself. Yeah, you Which, maybe watch an episode or something. Yeah, but I'll happily watch just highlight reels of this again, especially the speech near the end where he's like, humans are just human. They come into this world with nothing. Like, he just has some weird rambly thing, and then the guy just goes, you are right. <laughs> what, it's just way, stuff what like a, that. What a great way as a writer to reinforce a plot point is yeah. just to ramble and then have another character go, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it be sometimes. It's just, uh, I, I, lo- I have a huge soft spot for... Bad dubs in nonsense stories. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I love ghost stories, which is another anime. That's a different beast, but and, yes. And, but so I, I respect where you're coming from on this. Yeah. it's You need the whole package, though, and it does definitely play better if you have people with you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're about to wrap up. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just crossing the road right now. <laughs> oh, it's oh, done. That did get picked up, though. Can I have a, que- can I have a, can I have a complete sidebar question? Because we're at like 40 minutes. Yeah. I had a thought the other day, and it's broken my brain, and I need someone to answer this because I can't find information on it. Okay. So those sounds when you cross the road, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, we're completely going out base here. Are for people who are visually impaired yes. yeah. to know. How do they know which way is safe? Because like, the direction of the sound. The direction of the sound. Okay, it, it comes from one way the, or the, the other. The sound doesn't come from the, the where you are. The sound comes from across the street. Okay. Or like you're you're listening for the speaker that's across the street, and okay. you're going towards the sound. Okay. Not yeah. doesn't seem perfect. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I feel like there's, I don't know, I just, what we got. There's also Braille and stuff as well. And a field of traffic? What are you talking about here? Um, I think, I think it plays on both corners so that you can, yeah. like you'll immediately pick up, okay, it's coming from that direction, not that direction kind of thing. Okay, that makes sense. I've been, uh, we've learned something on this okay. episode then. Well, that um, was a very special episode of the Random Cinematic Universe, the show where we let the 
evil, evil Peter pick our yeah uh, pick what we watch and talk about. Uh, and in this episode, we talked about Garzy's wing. And remember that this was for the children. We were yes. raising money for uh, Extra Life, which for us, all of the money that we raise goes to the uh, Children's Hospital of British Columbia or the BC Children's Hospital. Um, if for you whom like, we raise money every yeah, year. I will like post donate. the link. Yeah, I can also to, say it out loud. I got to memorize. It's okay, he's gonna he's gonna say it out loud. I will also post yeah. a link uh, in yes. the description. Um, so yeah, we are currently fundraising for our two, 2023 campaign. We're trying to get to uh, 19,000 American, uh, which is about 25,000 Canadian for us. Mm-hmm. Um, that's our goal for this year. We did 14,000 uh, American last year. Um, if you would like to donate, uh, you can go to www.cbextralife.live/donate. Again, the link will be posted below. Uh, and this is something that came up. Uh, <laughs> During our 24-hour broadcast we do every year, this year will be November 4th, starting at 8 a.m., going to November 5th, 8 a.m., uh, where I'm sure Peter, Peter will, while we're drunk and tired, again convince us to do something <laughs> awful like this again. Um, so thank you I, for donating and supporting. Yeah, I was going to say, I love that we do the 24-hour broadcast on one weekend, and then the following weekend is my birthday weekend. Yeah, so it's just yeah. like, I get wrecked two yeah, weekends It's a ruckus. Row. It's yeah. a ruckus for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but thank you, everyone, who who donated and made this uh, hellhole a possibility. Yeah. Um, we appreciate what was, it. What, how much, what was our limit? How much money did we raise for us to have to do this? I think it was seventeen or 18000 I said, what if we hit this? Because yeah. ju- I yeah. think I was talking about we were, the scripts we had done the previous year, and yeah. that's how that came up. Yeah, and because we, we raised just over 14000 American, which was 20000 Canadian, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we did um, raise uh, yeah, $20,000 Canadian. Was, yeah, I think it was eleven or 12000 American is when I said yeah. that. Something like that, and um, yeah, no, because our our goal was I think eleven thousand. We surpassed it. I think you were like it was either our what our our goal was or just before that yeah. that you had said that too, and then we you were and, and we eclipsed it fast. Yeah, yeah. Like you you said this, and then it happened like maybe an hour later. And yeah. We're like, yeah. Oh, I guess this is a thing. And I wasn't even like I secretly donated to make it happen. No, that just happened. I'm also fairly certain that when they coerced me into this, I was drunk and could not consent. <laughs> I mean, yeah. much like Chris couldn't when he was sleeping in that bed, <laughs> or that fairy couldn't when the oh man. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we're gonna we're gonna call it there, dude. Um, I don't like Wingu. I just want to bring our, that back. That did you like our, though that they had a tiny yeah. lasso for? Let me, let me end, <laughs> end this fucking thing. Garzy's wing never. It was Garzy's wing episode of the Random Cinematic Universe. Uh, we'll be back whenever I decide we are. Uh, the regular show is still on hiatus. We're going through a little some some changes. Uh, format changes and uh, you know maybe I'll, I'll update whenever it's just exactly in the box from the creator of Gundam anyways bye bye where'd your mouse go oh there it is you hit stop a little testy record Mm-hmm. Well, we were doing that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Know. We, we, we had can, a good idea of what it sounded like. But so we're, uh, we're going to do a one, anime. one, two, three. Now, I can't tell from here. If, did we go dark again? We went dark again. We went dark again. I think it's because I'm in the middle. Mm. Um, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I set it off to... Oh, man. You know we have those cold opens for these episodes? I feel like I don't know what this one is. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like...
I was trying to balance. Okay, great. You can see us. If we go dark again, remember, this is what we look like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. You suck. Why did Jacob have to go get ice cream? Well, that's too much now. No, no. <laughs> just accept it. Because it's just like, guys, the enjoy the beautiful sky. <laughs> yeah. There's no. no